If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, especially in today's economy. But over 31,000 businesses do know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, planning, budgeting, and inventory, so you can manage risk and improve margins. Everything you need, all in one place. See why NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash offer. netsuite.com slash offer. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audio books, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audio book and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, I actually have Rossi McCree with me again. She's an independent actress, and guess what? We're actually going to be doing a Christmas story review, and I'm actually happy to be talking about this. I'm excited about this movie. This is actually one of those other movies that I was actually excited to review, and I'm glad that we're actually doing it, just like the Scarface review that we did. Yes. This movie still holds up. It has a special place in my heart for Christmas and everything. What about you? Oh, I love this movie. I watch it um, every Christmas and even New Year's. Um, it's just a timeless movie. Um, it, it's a great movie. I love this movie. I, I agree. This movie is great. This movie actually takes uh, place in 1939. It's also came out in 1983. It's about a little kid named Ralphie, and he wants a baby gun for Christmas. It's a simple movie if you actually think about it, though. Absolutely. Yeah, it you is. Know, I love the simplicity of it. Because yes. we always have that one gift that we always wanted. Yeah. And we're hoping that either it makes us popular in school or it amplifies our Christmas to where we're like, I got this for Christmas. I cannot wait to tell my friends about this and everything. Right. So it has right. that flavor to it, you know? Right. Because even Ralphie says it, though, too. He says, I want this baby gun so bad I can taste it. Right? So yeah. it was great. And also love the mother, the father, who they actually call old man is it, and everything. Yeah. This was great. And, you know, 
And another thing, though, too, that I like is the narration with Ralphie, because normally with some narrations. Okay, go on. No, I was going to say that that that's probably my favorite part of the movie is the narration, how he tells the story, what's going on. Um, Yeah, I love it. I I really do love it. Um, Oh, gosh. I watched it earlier today, like I was telling you. And I forgot how funny it was. And I watched it by myself and was sitting here laughing. And you're right. It's an in and out movie. It's not that long. No. And, no, it's you know, not with a long commercials, okay, well, get this, though. With commercials, they clocked it in at two hours. Really? Yeah. Because of the commercials and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is it's crazy. like, I, it's only like an hour 33. Right. Yeah. But, you know. Another thing, too, is with some narrations, when people narrate certain movies and stuff like that, either it can take you out of the movie or it can amplify it. It amplified and, it big time. Right. Yes. Yeah. His voice, his soothing voice of him telling a story. And, um, and you know, it, it, it sounds like the old Christmas um, um, animations back in the 80s, your, your Rudolph mm-hmm. the Red No Reindeer, you know, Jack Frost, right. that narration that brings you in. So it's it to me, it's set up exactly like that. Um just not animation. And I love how it gets started in that, that Red Rider BB gun that we hear about throughout the whole movie. Right. And then he's, he thinks he's so slick at <laughs> getting his parents to do this for him. Because yeah. as, uh, how many of us actually do this where we actually go ahead and we try and take out a little clipping of yes. an article and then we try to slip it into the magazine to say, oh, you know what? My son might like this or my daughter might like this. So why not? Let me go on ahead and get that for him. So he thinks he's so slick. He's so proud of himself. And he just, he has a little nod to himself. He goes, yeah, mission accomplished. I did what I set out to do. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know, what was funny was, remember, anytime he talked about the Red Rider gun, especially with adults, like uh, with the teacher, when he was excited about the the story that the they had to write a story about um, what they wanted for Christmas. And he right. thought that was his time to really talk about this Red Rider BB gun. And he writes a story um, about the Red Rider BB gun. And remember, there's a scene where the teacher gives him the, the, the C on the paper. Right. And, and also, too, he also tries bribing the teacher. Yeah, that's right, with the big fruit basket. <laughs> right. There he comes up there, and all the kids are like, here's an apple, maybe a banana. And you have Ralphie <laughs> with this huge fruit basket, sits it on her desk, and just kind of stands there like, you know, I hope this uh, gets me an A on that paper, and I get that uh, Red Rider BB gun. And it, it, it was right. hilarious, because she kind of just looks at him like, Okay, Ralphie, you can sit down. And he's just like, you know, got to get you something different, you know? Yeah. You know, for that A, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, some, you know, something different, you know, this year. Just something a little extra, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, what did you think about the kids, the group of friends that he had? Oh, I thought the friends were really good, very relatable. The chemistry between the kids were really good. I also have to say you can actually relate to the characters because who doesn't triple dog dare someone to do something stupid? Absolutely, Yes. Poor Flick. Flick is is great, but when they double dog dare him and Flick is a friend of Ralphie, it's a uh, Ralphie. And I think Schwartz was the other friend, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And anyway, so they, they double dog dare Flick. 
who um, is this kid that's just, you know, he can do anything. And they, they dare him to stick his tongue on a, on a freezing cold pole in the middle of winter. And he gets his tongue stuck to the pole. <laughs> All the kids leave because the bell's ringing. And I remember at that time, if the bell rings, you're supposed to be in the class. And they kind of just right. leave, flick out there, get in the class. And I love how they're kind of sitting there. Ralphie and his friend are sitting there. And the teacher's like, where's Flick? Ralphie kind of looks around like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you talking about, Flick? And then the little girl's like, <laughs> you see him stuck to the freaking pole. Fireman comes to the school, which is a huge deal at that time for the fireman to come to the school right. to get Flick's tongue off of this pole that's freezing. And he comes inside with his tongue bandaged. It, it was just a hilarious scene. And Ralphie, them are still right. sitting there like, what happened to you, Flick? And he's like, right. And that was my, that was a really good scene though. And I feel bad for him because he got, because Flick always gets the shit into the stick on this movie. And I'm going to answer that in a minute on why he does get the shit into the stick. But I like my other thing though, too, that I have to say, I really loved about this though, too, is the uh, narration, like I mentioned before, but I also like it whenever, he gets in trouble for something and it goes into his mind of all the things he's been thinking about and things like that, going through the emotions of a kid. Yes. And especially when the fa- they're going Christmas tree shopping, which I never yeah. done in my life. I always had a fake tree. Um, really? Yeah. I never had the privilege of actually chopping down a tree and bringing it wow. home. And all that. Yeah. I actually have a fake mm-hmm. tree. So, okay. So, you know, and so, they get a flat tire, so he gets, you know, it's a father and son bonding time. It's time to yeah. t- teach your son how to be a man and put a tire on. And so he gets out there, and Ralphie drops something, goes, well, fuck. And, <laughs> and the father goes, what did you just say? Fudge? And he goes, no, that's not what you said. Get back in the car. And mm. he goes, oh, no, I'm going to get it now. Am I, is it going to be the Chinese torture? Is it going to be That's the right. dating with the switch? Is it? That's <laughs> right. I like, That's I like right. that because as kids, we go through those emotions. And then, you know, you're going in there. It's like, so did he, and then the mother's like, so does he need help? No, he's okay. He's fine. And he doesn't, she doesn't <laughs> hear and tell him what happens. So yeah, because he gets that. in the car kind of just kind of, yeah, because he knows he's going to get it. Right, exactly. Yeah. So father goes, did your son tell you what he said? You just know what did he say? What? So that's I love that part. Yes. What? What? And then when he what? gets home, this okay. So yeah. he gets home and he's waiting for his punishment. So you there's a scene where back in that day, even in my day, you know the soap and the bar soap in the mouth. Mm-hmm. But remember, a mom's like, so where did you hear that word from, Ralphie? And he's like. Schwartz just says the kid, his friend's name. So mom calls him up. Do you know what Ralphie said? And I remember the lady on the other, well, maybe he gets it from his dad. No, it was from Schwartz. And then you hear, what? What? And then you hear the kid being beat in the background. No, mom, right, what happened, mom? What did I do? What did I do? Hilarious scene. <laughs> Hilarious scene. Yes. You said that word? How dare you say that word? That's right. <laughs> yes. That that scene alone makes me laugh. And then, of course, you know, I remember when my brother used to get the soap in the mouth mm. <laughs> as mm. a kid. 
And, you know, it's such, you know, it's one of those old, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those yeah, old it, school it, mentalities absolutely. of yeah. your kid. Right. And I liked how we went into detail saying, I got this flavored uh, soap because I can actually stand to actually have it in my mouth because it actually has a certain flavor to it, which I thought that right. was really funny that he right. actually took his time to pick up the soap right. that what he could actually handle. Just like picking out a switch and everything. Yeah, um, the switch. Exactly. Right. So I thought yeah. that was actually handled very well. Yeah, um, he was like a, a flavor of palm olive or something that he can he can deal with that taste, you know? Yeah. Right. And then there's the little orphan Annie uh, thing that he does to decipher the yes. code. That was yes. hilarious. I love because- that because remember, in the beginning of the movie, you know, he's He's I think he's going out to the mailbox because he's talking about, you know, um, little orphan Annie. She gives a code and he had the decoder and she gives you a phrase each week and he's supposed to win something, I think. But he's thinking that this phrase that she's going to that he's going to decode is going to be something really huge. So he he goes in the bathroom and he's finally got time to decode. And then he realizes it's drink your Ovaltine. Son of a. Bitch, because throughout the whole, <laughs> yeah, not to mention his poor brother's actually in the mix of this though too. That's he has right. To the bathroom. And that's the right. funny thing is, you know, Ruffy looks like a detective that's going into the bathroom, and he has yes. his sleeves rolled up and that's has the suspenders. Yeah. yeah, and you know that's what makes me laugh. And then he goes, "Your brother has to use the bathroom." Well, hold on for crying out loud! I'm trying that's to do right. something, and. <laughs> All of a sudden, fills it out. Drink your oval team, son of a yep. bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. Like this whole time, drink your oval team, son of a bitch. I love that how he just <laughs> opens up the door and Randy's just kind of doing a pee dance and goes right. into the bathroom. And the way Ralphie walked out was just the, the disappointment that poor kid had. Because even me, I couldn't wait to find out what does the what right. is it going to decode? What does it say? I'm thinking it's going to be something big. And you even think to yourself, son of a bitch, that's what it is. Drink your oval team. You know what? We actually feel just as disappointed as he is and everything, because we spent five minutes of our lives watching him decode this. Yes. And And, and hoping it's something big. Right. And you know what else is funny? And it's been a while since I've seen a Christmas story and everything. So I'm over there getting just excited and everything. Okay. What's this? (laughs) What's this code? And I'm like, Oh, okay. To yep. uh, five minutes of my life that I can't get back. Okay, so I, I the forgot same way what it was. Right. I forgot it was drink your Ovaltine. I I thought it was something different. So even I was like, right. "Oh, that's right. It was drink. That's what right. it was." Yeah, yeah. So I like that. I liked how they did the little orphan Annie with the shows and stuff. Yes. Because don't forget, back in those days in 1939, they didn't have a TV. They they usually listened to shows like The Shadow. And things yes. like that to get their entertainment to have other people to do the stories for them. Right. So I actually like that. Um, I, I another, another thing, though, too, I also liked it when Ralphie's actually imagining him having that BB gun. Yeah. And yeah. he's chasing the, the bullies with it and everything, shooting them. Yeah. And he has the mother and the brother and the father inside the kitchen. I'm like, oh, thank you, Ralphie, for saving us. Thank you so much. If it wasn't for us getting that baby gun, we would have never been saved. Because you're welcome, ma'am. It's my duty. 
That's right. When he's in the um, oh gosh, and that white cowboy hat and the right. the spurs and all that. I, I love the cutaways that they did. It's like watching mm-hmm. an episode of Family Guy. You know, there's a there's a cutaway that they have. You know, if Ralphie, right. like you said, after he got um the soap in his mouth, remember he goes and gets in bed and he's laying there crying. And no, 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 I'm thinking about when um I'm sorry when he beat up uh, Fargus. Yeah, Fargus was actually my favorite part though too, because <laughs> don't forget. There's also a narration where the fa- where he actually says his father was the best um, heat beater or whatever, furnace mm-hmm. beater. And so mm-hmm. he's using all that foul language on the kid right? and everything and just wailing on him. And matter of fact, that's yes. actually the scene that actually has that whole entire thing. Where I think that's where he said, what is it going to be? The Chinese uh, torture or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So the electric chair. <laughs> Because your mom's here and he's just welling on the kid because he found out at school that he got a C plus on that paper. But not only that, at the end of the teacher wrote, you'll shoot your eye out. So he's walking home from school, which remember walking home from school uh, to them, it was dangerous because remember, every time they walk home from school, the bullies are already already after him. So they're, they're always running home. But that day, no. You caught Ralphie at the wrong time that day. Exactly. Yes. Another thing, though, too, is this. I also like the father with the with the leg. Oh, gosh. uh, Fragile? Fragile, (laughs) yeah. He goes, it's fragile. I think it's Italian. It's just fragile. He made it Italian. He made it Italian. Which I thought that was really funny. Absolutely hilarious. Ralphie, when he takes the leg. Remember, he doesn't know it's a lamp. He just takes the leg out, and it's just a leg. And remember, Ralphie's like rubbing, rubbing a leg, and a mm-hmm. mom's like slapping his hand. And then right. they get the, it, realize it's a lamp, and put it together. And you know, back in those days, you know, that's, that's really um, intimate. You don't right. advertise that. And poor lady has to put it right up in the living room, right by the window. So when people walk by, they see this leg that's in this nylon lamp like it looks like a skirt and she was absolutely embarrassed but i love that i mean side note i was on um on freaking um amazon and i was looking for gifts and guess what comes up the freaking leg the leg you should have done that as like a gag gift for somebody just to see what they would do i was going to i was gonna send it like to my mom or someone but then i like Nah, I won't do that. And then as we were doing the show, when I thought about the show today, I was like, dang, I should have ordered it and had it sitting off to the side so that when we got to that part, I can sit and say, John, look what I have. But, you know, yeah. It's all good. But you know what, though? I like it when Ralphie's over there rubbing the leg and he's just memorized by it. Yeah. It's a leg. It's a (laughs) leg. And then the brother's also doing it, too. And Randy, yes. and what did the father say? It's I forgot what kind of award it was. Oh That's, gosh, I forget the award, but it was it was some was it a work award or something that he was telling yeah, his friend something like that. some type of work award, and he's making it seem like he's really important. This 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 right. gift that he got, he won it, and uh, not everyone can do that, you know. Um, only yeah. I could, you know, win something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it was his he prize. announces it to the neighborhood. He announces it to the yes. neighborhood. The mother's embarrassed yes. and everything. Yes. And she's like, I have to put up with this for God knows how long now with the stupid leg on my yeah. in my living room. Lit up. And, and then also, too, <laughs> she accidentally breaks the leg. 
Oh, yes. You know, which I thought that was really funny. Uh, I like when he was like, you didn't get tape. You used the tape just to get back at me for getting this leg because he couldn't get the tape to, or the glue. It was the glue. He, right. he was like upset that she broke the leg. And he was like, you used all the glue so that I couldn't use the glue for my leg or something like that. But he was right. pissed when that leg broke. Right. And that reminds me of last night, you know, I was watching a live stream with uh, Tom McDonald, this rapper that I listened to. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend actually bought him a new mug to farm to drink out of. So the funny thing is he accidentally broke it like less than five minutes from him drinking his very first sip mm-hmm. of whatever that was actually in that mug. And mm. he goes, oh, shit. He goes, uh, babe, yeah, I just broke the glass. <laughs> and, you know, he, she goes, what do you mean you just broke the glass? I just broke the glass that you just get Bobby for Christmas. He goes, what? How dare you do that? He goes, imagine how I feel. He goes, I just <laughs> broke something that you bought me. I'm just as heartbroken as you are about this. <laughs> and yeah. that's exactly yeah. how the father feels, you know? Yeah. And I thought that was actually pretty funny. That was um, because the father's like, I'm going to try and glue this thing back together again, try right. and re- redo this thing. I thought it was actually yeah. funny. Let's see. We actually have some people in the chat. Missy Joe's oh. back. Hey, Missy. How hey, you doing? Hey, Missy Joe. <laughs> and hey, baby. Hey, Brandy. <laughs> hey, Brandy. And uh, yeah, I thought that the uh, that bit where he's actually trying to, you know, say, salvage this whole entire thing with the yes. leg was funny. I thought it was really yes. good. And then, of course, you know, th- then, you know, after that winds up happening, and hey, okay, Brandy said hi, Rossi. And okay. let's see. And then, uh, of course, you know, that's also whenever the father moves on to something else. And uh, and that's whenever he tries to do the turkey. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Mm. Um, but go we ahead. can talk about that in a minute because we still yeah. have the Santa Claus scene. Yes, we but, have the Santa. But let me just bring this point up really quick. I thought okay. this was funny. The beginning of the movie, it's super cold. And there's a funny scene where she's getting Ralphie and uh, Randy, the little brother, ready for school. Remember the scene where she's, um, poor Randy has all those layers on and she's getting them in the clothes. He has to wear this. He has to wear that. And in his hands, because he has so much stuff on, his arms won't go down. So he's whining. (laughs) And the mom's like trying to put his arms down and it flops back up and goes down and flops back up. And she's like, well, put your arms down when you go to school. And sends him out, and he's just running behind Ralphie. Ralphie, Ralphie! And he's just, I, I, I love that scene. I love that <laughs> I scene. I do, too. I that and then funny. even when the bullies are messing with them, you know, they push him down <laughs> to the ground, and he can't even... <laughs> That's right. He plays dead because he couldn't get up. <laughs> right. Yes. yes. Yeah, even Ralphie says that. He, my brother's playing dead the whole time while I'm over the here trying time, right? to be threatened by these bullies. So I thought that, that was, was actually That was his funny. strategy. Yes. And then, of course, the Christmas parade winds up happening. Ralphie's excited. Okay, strike one was this teacher. Someone has to understand it. Okay. So what better way to get my BB gun than to talk to the man himself? Exactly. Santa Claus. So, you know, this is what uh, Ralphie winds up saying to his mom. He goes, it's the same lame-ass Christmas parade (laughs) as always. He goes, where is Santa at? 
Then finally, right. it's the very end. There's Santa. He goes, okay, there's Santa. Can we go to the mall now? <laughs> right, right. And the mall, how funny was that? So the huge line of kids to go see Santa. Mm -hmm. And I love this scene because I love the elves. I love how over-exaggerated they were with the bells, you know, mm -hmm. and how in a rush they were because the mall was getting ready to close. Santa's in a pissy mood because he has all these kids. And so they're just like rotating the kids and throwing them down that huge slide, which I thought was really fun, <laughs> you know. And, I, and so I thought it was funny that the, the yells that they would do as they go down. Because Santa, as a, you know, Santa's kind of scary. He was to me growing up. I was absolutely afraid to Santa. We had to be paid to sit on Santa's lap. I thought it was the creepiest stuff ever um, to go to the to Santa in a mall. I was just really afraid of him. But the kids have that kind of, they're yelling as they, they're talking to Santa. They, they're crying as they go down the slide. And then Ralphie and his brothers turn to, to go and sit on Santa's lap. And remember, Randy kind of had a fit. Right. As he sits up Randy, there. Yes, yes. I remember that. Randy yes. has a fit. Santa had yes. enough of his fit. He sends him Absolutely. down the slide. And then here yep. comes Ralphie. He goes, hey, <laughs> little boy, what do you want? He goes, uh, uh, uh. And he goes, how about a nice football? And he goes, yeah, football. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he just remembers and catches himself between the slide. I love and everything. that. And he says, um, what I want is I want a baby gun. You're going to shoot your eye out, kid. And all of a sudden, the elf just push. And all of a sudden, Santa just pushes him down with uh, his foot. I thought that was actually pretty funny. I love that. I love how when Ralphie caught himself, when he realized what he didn't tell Santa. So he's going down a slide and he stops himself, climbs back up and looks up and says, I want Red Rider BB gun. Da -da 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 -da. And Santa's like, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. And then the boot to the face and down mm -hmm. the slide. I love that part in the mall. Love that. I do, too. Uh, Crane said the voice actor made a cameo in the mall. I Did didn't he? know. I did not know that. Uh, if you can, Crane, tell us where he made the appearance at. Yeah. Because I'm actually kind of curious about that now. Let's see. Randy said the bunny pajamas. Oh, <laughs> We're going to talk about that. Pink. Well, okay. That's, yeah, it's a ways away. Right, and then Randy said that little that slide looked scary as as a little kid. Yeah, yeah, it looked scary. Yeah, I'll admit. Yeah, as a little bitty kid his age, that huge slide, absolutely, absolutely, definitely. But you know, I think it, I was wondering too if maybe he was just over exaggerating his experience, though. Who, just, uh, Ralph, Ralphie's? Yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering if maybe he was just over-exaggerating his experience just a tad bit since he was a kid. Yeah, and yeah. And, you know, but that's what I was just wondering about because having that huge slide, I'm like, what about the safety precautions that you actually have to have to have yeah. this huge-ass slide in your mall? Yeah. And everything. Is that a waiver of the, right. But then yeah. again, it's 1939, so. That would happen in 1939. <laughs> we didn't <Right>. know yet. <laughs> right. But then, of course, uh, hold on one second. Okay. This is what he said. Uh, this is what Crichton said. When they were online waiting for Santa, somewhere around there. Okay, I'm going to have to rewatch that now. Okay. Thank you for telling me that, Crichton. I'm going to have to actually check that out mm. after this because that's going to drive me nuts. Never knew that. Yeah, me I never either. knew that. I'm, I'm going back to everyone he was in a line with. 
Because I remember I watched, yeah, the the scene. But anyways, I'm going to go back and see that too because I didn't know that. Good to know. Some good trivia right there. Um, So anyways, we go on ahead. Santa says no. Then, of course, it's Christmas Day. Ralphie's opening up his presents. And, (laughs) you know, he's still bummed out about everything. And then... And then, of course, there's that one embarrassing present that one of your family members started thinking, you know what? I think that mm. my, my grandson might like this. Right. And so it meant to be, it was that stupid, ugly, pink bunny outfit. Oh, my gosh. I felt so sorry for that kid. I did, too. And I love what the father says. He looks like a deranged Easter bunny. Right. A pink nightmare or something yeah. like that. Right. It was. Yeah, it's hilarious. And just to make him go, because, I mean, first of all, he, he realizes he's not getting the gun. No. He's, he doesn't think he's getting a gun. He has to go put this pink bunny suit on and come down and parade in it, you know? Right. Yes. And and another thing, though, too, is like, great, it's not even Easter time and I have to wear this stupid thing. Yes. And that's like yes. his third strike because he struck out with the teacher. He struck struck out with Santa now it was left up to the parents, and he thought maybe they could actually just bring it on home. Right. And it was bad. <laughs> no, nothing. And then, nothing. Then, of course, the father says this, Ralphie, what about what's inside that corner over there? And that's when he's, the mother's just looking at him like, what? I don't remember yeah. anything. Just, just go over there. So he went over there. Ralphie goes on ahead. He opens it up. It's the baby gun that he's been wanting. Yes. He's just excited to the moon about it. He wasn't even going to put on his jacket. That's how excited That's he right. was. He was going outside with his Red Rider BB gun to go and play. And I remember how static he was when he looked behind the tree, opened it up. He's all just like, oh, my gosh, that that's the gift I wanted. He ended up getting it, runs outside or, or has to go get dressed. And then what does he do when he go outside, John, and plays with his his BB gun? Well, what winds up happening is there's actually a little bit of a recoil with the gun, and it ends up hitting him in the eye. And yep, <laughs> and he thought he was dead. Ralphie actually thought he was dead. He at did. That <laughs> right. And, and then mm-hmm. he goes in the house, starts crying. And everything, and he, his mom goes, "What happened? An icicle fell. Oh my God! I am so glad you're okay." You and know? then he looked and... at the camera as his mom is getting the stuff. He looks at the camera and kind of goes, you know, kind of gives up, <laughs> you know, and then looks back at mom and doing the crying and the icicle. And oh my God! And I had my glasses. My glasses. It's okay. We got a spare pair. And I right. thought that was clever. I love that because remember when he gets mm-hmm. hit when he shoots himself in the eye from the target, when the gun recoils and he thinks he's dead, when he realizes he's not dead, he's laying there thinking of, Oh my God. Oh my God. What am I going to say? How am I going to explain this right. on my eye? Icicles are all over the place. Exactly. And another thing yeah. though, too, at that moment, he also trusts his mom because especially whenever he got into that fight with the bully and everything, that's right. Yeah. She covered it up for him. So at right. that point, you know, he has that love and trust with his mom to where he can go to her and it'll be okay. Yeah. And he, even though he's lying, he knows that he could probably get in over on her just a little bit. Absolutely. And he, Absolutely. And he knows that if he winds up saying the baby gun is what gave him that eye, it would been, that would have been a wrap. Done. So, 
I'm at, that's one scene that I really loved a lot was that particular scene because of the fact how yeah. many of us always wanted something that was actually bad for us and yeah. we got it and we actually did exactly what our parents said we were going to do right and we hurt ourselves so right. that's exactly what happened here uh Crichton said that well Missy Joe said Jane Shepard was actually the guy that was actually doing the narration okay and then Jane Shep- okay he was the um yeah. he was the he wrote it he wrote the story right yes and then uh, this is actually something that I didn't know. Jed Nicholson was actually uh, uh, was going to be uh, up for the role for the father. He tried uh, out, but the studio couldn't afford him at that time. You know, I couldn't see him doing that. Be- and, and also mm-hmm. because, you know, we've we seen the movie and we see how great the dad, the, the guy who they cast as the dad, did a great job. It was so, right. they were such a natural family, like for real. You really thought they were family. They, the the way that they cast all of them, it was perfect. They were so natural together. And you really bought that that was Ralphie, Ralphie's mom and dad. Like they really lived right. in that house. And I, I love that about the story was you really felt that, that they were a family and we were peeking into their life during Christmas right. time. You know, it, it sells. And that's why we love the movie every year. People watch right. this movie, you know, it sells. Exactly. You feel something. It's a great Christmas movie. It really is. And another thing, too, is I feel like this. If they were going to get Jack Nicholson, he'd be a little bit more rough around the edges a little bit. Yeah. He wouldn't have that charismatic feel to it yeah. where he's actually a father. Right. You know? So, and not only that, but we also, this movie also came out in the 1980s and so did The Shining. So, I was just thinking, yes, thank you for saying that. Thank you. You're welcome. Because I actually feel like that he would have been rough around the edges to the point where it's not believable enough to where he's actually charismatic towards his son. And it was like, okay, here we go again. Jack is going to go nutty or whatever (laughs) on the son because he's been cast (laughs) from The Shining. But I was just going to say, go ahead. I'm sorry. But yeah, I'm just glad the studios couldn't afford him, and they got this yeah. this actor instead because he knocked it out of the park. Like you said, oh, the yeah. characters are relatable, the father's yeah. relatable, so is the mother. Yeah. And yeah. then, especially when he's getting ready to do the turkey, and oh, God. Yeah. all hell breaks loose at this point. Yeah, right. And yes. that's when the neighbors' dogs. We don't even see the neighbors at all. They just mention no, the neighbors. No, you just see the dogs. Like, Right. Especially when Ralphie has his baby gun. He goes, don't shoot any uh, animals unless it's the neighbor's dogs. You can shoot them, but not any other animal. Yeah. So there's actually a hate love relationship. There's actually a hate relationship with the neighbor's dogs. Absolutely. Because they destroyed everything. I mean, I can't think they came in there and they like towards the beginning of the movie, the neighbor's dog, you, you get an introduction to the neighbor's dog and how much of a nuisance that they are. So they introduce you that kind of earlier on in the story. And then, like you said, the Turkey scene. Right. And then another thing that I thought that was really funny was, you know, you see this Turkey being torn apart with the dogs and everything. And then they disappear. Like nothing even happened. And then the father's just like, well, kids, it's time (laughs) to go out to eat. And, my, and I even said this in Nicole's review um, mm-hmm. on her podcast. I'm like, where are they going to go? It's Christmas Day. Right? <laughs> you know? Exactly. They're, yeah. 
especially in 1930 on in 1939 yeah there's a traditional christmas yes there's no other stores open there's no there's nothing open so i'm actually surprised that they actually found a restaurant where it was a chinese (laughs) restaurant that was actually opened next to a bowling alley which i find hilarious thank you for mentioning that i thought that was clever the bowling alley I never noticed that before, but today as I'm watching it, I, I'm like, you know, because I'm looking at everything so that just in case I miss something the first time, you know, first few times, right. but I never realized there's a bowling alley next to the Chinese restaurant. Right. And I thought that was so actually pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then and they then, have Chinese right. turkey. <laughs> right. Their version of turkey is totally different <laughs> from the United States version of what turkey is. There's right. a duck, which yes. I was hilarious. And yes. I'm going to let you go on ahead and go into that scene where okay. uh, what they're doing with the turkey, with the father and the family. Okay, so they're all gathered at the table for their their turkey dinner, which they think is going to be American turkey, regular American dinner. And they bring out the turkey, and it's a duck with the head on it. So <laughs> when they when they bring it to the table... They're freaking out because, oh, my gosh, the head's on it. We, we don't do that. So the dad's trying to tell the waiter, you know, uh, you know, it's good. But so the waiter just takes the uh, the the what the the butcher knife or whatever right. and chops the head off. And it's like, OK, here you go. Now, is this what you guys like? So they're sitting there. They're laughing because this is hilarious. And then he brings out the singers. Some of the staff from the restaurant decide <laughs> to make them feel you know, at home, like they're having a great right. American Christmas and they start minus saying the minus, minus the duck with the head on it, but they decide to serenade them with, with was it Jingle Bells or uh, wasn't duck it Jingle Bells? Or... It was Duck the Halls with Fowls of Raw Raw. That's right. That's right. Deck the Hall with the Fowls of Raw 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 La 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 and the de- and the, the 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 um the owner of the restaurant he's like no deck the halls with whatever holly oh, of holly right holly okay follow la 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 and they're like deck the halls with fowls of folly and he's like you know correcting them and then it's like forget it go to another song so then they go to jingle bells Right, which is even even funnier because they go jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way, which was really funny. <laughs> it was great, so, and you see the kids what? at the table, and they're dying, they're laughing. Great movie. It was, and you know, I could just see the Chinese waiters and everything. Like, look, guys, we're doing the best we can here at what we have. Exactly. Okay? exactly. I can't hope that. I- my English is yeah. not so good. You're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're um, trying to give you guys a great Christmas, you know? Right. You came to yes. us. We didn't come to you. We were right. minding our own business next to this bowling alley that no one's going to right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, let's see here. Missy Joe said, hold on. Ralphie's uh-huh. mom always covered him, covered for him. Yes, she yes. did. She covered for yes. him twice in that movie. She's yes. such a great mother. And then Crichton says, the writers who sang to them, uh, the waiters who sang to them, uh, that was improvised by the actors. The director wanted a real reaction, and that was a totally awesome improv. You know what I'm saying. Uh 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 Well, you know, when I was watching it today, I thought to myself, when that scene was going on, 
they seem to not know that that was going to happen because their reactions to them singing, right. they were dying. Even the, the kids, Ralphie was whispering in his brother's ear. And I was wondering, I wonder what they're saying as actors. What's he saying? Was this, you know, was this planned? Because if it was planned, they did a good job, but it doesn't right. seem like they knew that was going to happen. No, absolutely not. Because the look, the horror, like their eyes got big, like deers in Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, okay, I don't know quite what to do here, <laughs> but you know. Even with the turkey, do you think that they knew that they would bring out the duck with the head on it? Because their, their um, reaction to that seemed to be like they weren't even expecting that. I wouldn't be surprised if that was also improvised. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then. I I wouldn't be surprised even either like there was nothing in that script to mention the uh ch- the turkey for the Chinese or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. So the father going, "Well, okay." Uh-huh. And then poking it, doing different things with it. <laughs> right, right. It's like, "We don't have this at our church." And <laughs> it's yeah, such a normal reaction though if you actually think about it because if you yeah. go to a Chinese restaurant and you're wanting a Christmas dinner turkey, yeah. You're not going to get your normal everyday turkey. Yeah. You're going to get right. what they celebrate, and that's right. what they celebrate. And usually everyday. it's going to be a duck. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that's a normal reaction to someone that's not expecting it. So I wouldn't right. be surprised if that was also improv. Exactly, because it looked it, it looked very much improv. It looked like they didn't know, and their reaction was just great. And I remember just looking, thinking, gosh, I wonder if they knew. They don't look like they knew that was going to happen. No. Definitely not. Yes. Yes. So let's see here. I want to actually try and involve the chat a little bit. Is there any favorite things that you guys liked? Was there a Christmas present that you wanted and everything, but you never got, or your parents told you, no, you do not need to actually have that. Tell us, tell us in the comments section. We'll, we'll be doing this for another couple of minutes and everything. Another thing too, is I actually tweeted out on my Twitter and I said, tell me, what was um one of the presents that you always wanted as a kid? So ACS was which is my friend Anthony from his mm-hmm. YouTube channel, ACS Universe. He yeah. said he wanted a Game Boy, and that's that really? big bulky Game Boy. Yeah. And I remember wanting a Game Boy and everything as well as a kid, and also too. Yeah. But for me, being an '80s kid, the very thing I wanted was an NES game system. Yes. Right. That's what I wanted. That was what I wanted. Same here. Um, I wanted an NES game system with, of course, um, the Mario Brothers. And we end up getting an NES NES game system, but we got it with um, Friday the 13th for Nintendo. And but I was I was disappointed because I wanted the Mario Brothers, and I never. I didn't know that that's the only game I knew on the NES when it came out at the time was Mario Brothers was a big deal. Well, that Christmas, the the package that they had, they didn't have the Mario Brothers had been sold out with the NES. So our NES came with um, the Friday the 13th for um, Nintendo. And I remember being just super disappointed and I end up putting this game on and just with a sad face and end up loving the game. It was actually a really good game. Let's see. Brandy said Zelda from back then was our favorite. Okay. But you know what, though? I didn't even know that there was other packages 
for Nintendo because, yep. you know, I was so used to Super Mario Brothers being on that front front end yep. of the box and including Duck Hunt as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. And I never knew that they actually put another package together just in case that they ran out. And I'm actually surprised that they put Friday the 13th as a game for kids to to play. They sure did. They did. They 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 came with a. They ran out of the Mario Brothers, and it came with the Friday the Thirteenth. I was shocked because, like you, I mean, Friday the Thirteenth on NES, dude, it was really cool. You start out at Camp Crystal Lake, and I remember um, um, Jason. This was his move. That was his move when oh, he yeah. caught up to you. And I remember right. he had to run around the cabins and all that. It ended up being a really good game. and But that was the right. only game we had for the NES. Yeah. Right. But get this, though. I also remember another thing, though, too, with the Friday the 13th game. You can go mm-hmm. into the caves, get lost yes. in the cave area, and yep. then go into the houses, the cabins, and stuff like that. I yep. remember that. Oh, yep. uh, Missing Joe actually said something. She goes, Barbie's new house and her sports car. Oh my okay. gosh. Yes. Uh, we were, uh, a, I was a Barbie. I loved Barbie and Missy is my sister. We loved Barbie. We were crazy about Barbie. And I remember we wanted a Barbie dream house for the longest time and we never would get it. Well, one Christmas we woke up and there was a huge Barbie dream house in the living room with a sports car. The house is totally furnished Barbies and everything. That had to be the best Christmas ever, ever. That was awesome. That was it really was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. Took some years, but we ended up getting it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so thanks for the memory, Missy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's going to be it for the show and everything. Where can the kids fall, uh, find you at? <laughs> the kids can find me on <laughs> Instagram at McCree. Wait, what is it? McCree123Hotmail.com, M-C-C-R-E-E, Hotmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Rossi Lynn Bark one That's Rossi Lynn, B-A-R-Q-1. And on Facebook, Rossi Lynn. Okay. And I have a few announcements I need to get to. Um, tomorrow, Tamika's going to be back on the show tomorrow. Cool. I'm actually going to have... And my other one of my other friends, as a matter of fact, he's actually an independent comic book writer and artist. Quentin Bennett is going to be back, and we're going to be doing our National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation review tomorrow night on the YouTube channel. So we're going to be doing that eight o'clock as usual. No, seven o'clock is what we're doing it because of Tamika's schedule. And then Tamika and I are going to be back again on Saturday. And we're reviewing a Muppets Christmas Carol. Ooh. And then after that, we're doing Jingle <laughs> All the Way on Sunday. Okay. okay. So that's going to be our three Christmas movies. Cool. I don't know if, and I was actually going to make that for our December 25th Christmas Day podcast episode slash YouTube video. But you guys actually get to see it live. So everybody else is just going to have to wait a little bit. But that's the announcements that I actually have. Monday, I actually have two shows going on at one time. I actually have my friend. Matter, matter, matter of fact, we actually call this Mafia Talk Mondays. And okay. Yeah. So at 8 o'clock, which is just going to be a podcast audio only, we're going to be doing season four of The Sopranos, reviewing season four of The Sopranos. And But 
we're also going to I'm also going to have an independent amateur wrestler on the show interviewing him. Uh, I'm going to hope I'm hoping that I can actually get him on YouTube. If not, it's fine. I can actually do audio only as well. But he's going to I'm going to be interviewing him on Monday. That's actually going to be at seven o'clock. And then after that, I have another show at eight o'clock, which is Talking Mafia with Mike Perkins. So that's what I have going on. If you guys want to donate to the show and everything, thank you. If you guys want to donate to the show, go on ahead and click the link below. You know what to do. Another thing, too, is it, I'm actually sponsored by Audible all the way up until the end of the month. So go on ahead, smash that uh, subscribe button to go ahead and subscribe for 30 days. And that's another way that you guys can actually support our channel. Another thing, too, is if you want to go for all your entertainment needs and wants, go to www.movieloversunite.com. We also have a Pinterest, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. We also have a Instagram, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite as well over there. You can follow me at Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter, and you can also follow me on Twitter as well, John Diagorio 8 And always until next time, guys, have a merry and great Christmas if I don't see you guys or anything like that. And God bless everybody. And always right. until next time, bye-bye.